0: Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, Dana Smithers. Now, we are talking about the law of attraction to create your life today, and I know many of you have heard about law of attraction and heard about it on the station But we're going to be talking about today that challenge in staying in that law of attracting, attracting what we want when those challenges, daily challenges come to you and where frustration kicks in and where one needs to take a few deep breaths before we can get back on track. And I know it can be very challenging. We face the challenges ourselves, but what can we do about it? How do we stop that cycle of frustration happening and get back on track with that law of attraction? Uh, Dana is a certified law of attraction trainer and business coach. Uh, She deeply cares that women entrepreneurs are sharing their sacred gifts. Their talents, their skills to create successful and happy lives there are twenty four sacred gifts, and we all have three to five that we are meant to use for the benefit of someone else while bringing us joy when you combine your passion and your purpose with the law of attraction, you can deliberately create more abundance in your life, manifesting some of what you want and less of what you don't want. This is uh, Danner and what she brings to us so She has a lot of beautiful personal philosophies. Uh, She went to talk to Oprah Winfrey and was given to an eager crowd of 300 people. Her talk was inspirational and yet during the talk uh, she didn't have any aha moments. Uh, That came the next morning when she woke up and a little voice said, do what matters. And she thought, what do you mean do what matters? And the reply was in everything. So let's take this journey with her. How did she come about to Law of Attraction? What has it meant to her life now? And what does it mean to you? Welcome to the show, Dana.
1: Oh, thank you, Sarah. I'm just so delighted to be here. And I love that you're doing this show and I love the audience that you are attracting as well. And I happened to notice your post the other day uh, (laughs) about, you know, are people loving this and... uh, how to keep attracting more of it. So we can talk about that as well. And I love that you have passion for this, that you believe in it, because that's part of a big part of manifesting what we have. And also along with that, of course, is the huge amount of gratitude mm-hmm. um, that you have. I see it in your posts. I see it in people that follow you as well. And it's just something that's so, so important in uh, raising that vi- vibration where Uh, We want to go, you know, as you said, sometimes, of course, we're human, right? We're going to run into that negative vibration in our life, a negative situation. But um, there are definite techniques and tips and tools that I hope to share today that are, are fairly simple in understanding them. It's like anything, though, right? We have to keep applying it. And we have to build a law of attraction muscle so that eventually it just gets where you're you're just aware of the law of attraction twenty four seven um and it's kind of like breathing it just takes over your life you're not really noticing that you're having to do it you're living in it absolutely
0: and and, and that's you know kind of thank you for the compliment um i'm living you know my purpose my dream yes. right now you know i I get this beautiful candy every day of interviewing people like you. <laughs> and, you know, it feeds my soul, my heart, and my spirit. And, you know, I celebrate people who, who celebrate life and their purpose in it. And, you know, yes, it, um, everybody has come out of a darkness. Everybody yes. has had a challenge. Yes. But it's, it's how do we face up to that challenge? What tools do we use in order to overcome? And what has that taught us about our own strength, our own purpose, and our own journey in life? And that's what's so exciting. And, um, you know, the Lord of attraction, I mean, it's in a lot of ways it's been downplayed a lot hasn't it because it's become kind of that commonplace and and every time something is is referred to a lot people kind of get blase about it but it is a practice that when you choose to practice it and you make it perfect it becomes a state of being a state of life um, and it just it really is this wonderful partnership that you have in facing life
1: isn't it absolutely and the tools um, you know, that we use from it. I always tell a story when I'm doing talks or, um, you know, with I do a lot of talks with women's groups, but I tell them that, you know, when I was 35, I was broke. I was divorced. um, I was living, unfortunately, with a man that I didn't particularly like, but I didn't particularly like myself Mm -hmm. uh, at the time. I was working three part-time jobs, and I... I, I literally remember the aha moment where that law of attraction was just right in front of me. Although I didn't, I didn't recognize it the way I do now, and I, I wasn't really. I was playing the victim role, right? Oh, poor me! You know, I'd been divorced, and you know, I didn't think about what I was attracting because I never took any responsibility for it, right? It was always life doing something to me. So when you get to know what the law of attraction is, so for me, one. One night, well, actually, it was early morning, about 3 in the morning, I woke up. Uh, I was passed out on the lawn. I had a dog in my arm. And uh, I looked over at this dog. It licked my face. And I said, you know, I'd rather be with you than the guy I'm with. And that might sound cruel. or No, 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 I relate. (laughs) It was like this dog, and I love dogs. So it was perfect. And I thought, what? And that's the first moment that I ever thought, What do I want? And that's a beautiful thing about the Law of Attraction. So with the Law of Attraction, there's a a three-step formula that you can use for anything, Sarah, to manifest what you want. It it doesn't matter if it's better health, a better job, better relationship. Um, I found my husband when I was 50, my second husband, and uh, used the Law of Attraction, this three-step formula. Uh, for that. So would you like me to
0: share that? Yes, please do. I mean, mean, especially for people who are coming out of that divorce or in that transition and realizing that the dog's love is more pure than the relationship you're in. (laughs) And that yes, there is still love after 50.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, that's what I I also became an entrepreneur at 50. Mm -hmm. So I left corporate after 20 years, very successful career. But um, with a lot of attraction, we always say that you you get clarity on what you want by really being aware and naming what you don't want. And so with the three-step law of attraction process, the first step is to identify your desire. So as I said, it doesn't matter. It's health, relationship, work, um, whatever. Um, If you need assistance to help you with your radio program, doesn't matter. You can do this exercise. So we need to... The universe... You know, it cannot... It's like placing your order for something. Um, like, I, I like to use the analogy, if I if I place the order of essay jewelry, let's say I go into uh, the shopping town or something, and I'm really just looking for a ring, but I go and I, I look at these bracelets and necklaces, and I look at all these things I don't want, um, then I finally get to what I do want, which is this ring. I pick it. Um, so I've identified what I want, Now, the next thing I need to do is, because I've used a contrast and clarity worksheet, right, the contrast, writing down everything you don't want, you can just actually take a piece of paper and fold it in half on the left-hand side, write contrast, everything you don't want, with the heading at the top, My Ideal, Life, Business, Radio Show, whatever, and then on the right-hand side, you're going to write clarity, so that's everything that you do want, so... I'll just go back to the ring analogy. So I've I've got really clear on what I want. So the first step is identifying what you want. So I'm clear. The universe is clear. I've done it. I've ordered it. I've placed the order. Then the second step is to raise that vibration. So I could do that by doing like some people like vision boards. uh, They might have a vision bag. Um, some people take photos of things that they like. So I'll just go back to that ring, right? I might take photos of it. I might see somebody wearing it. I might see it in a magazine or whatever. But I'm raising my vibration because there's only two kinds of vibrations, either positive or negative. So we have to be very mindful where we're falling down into that negative vibration when we are. And again, this is uh, answers your question, what you were talking about um using it anywhere in our life, how do, we, how do we change that vibration? We do what's called reset the vibe. So once you're aware of something that's not going right, then just consciously stop and look at what energy are you giving out? Is it negative or is it positive? And if it's negative, feel free to let that go, and you're going to ask yourself the question, so what do I want? And you can do that when you're talking with somebody that's negative as well. And you know, the the naysayers are coming in and you can even say, you know, um, so what do you want, right? Like, what do you want? What would work for you? Uh, What are you looking for, right? Getting clear on things, which is always important. So you're gonna raise that vibration by looking at who else has what you want. Is it possible to have it? Because that's where we have to work on those limiting beliefs. So with the law of attraction, So much. uh, I'll just give you the 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 formula here for the words results relationship. So everything starts with our words, and from those words we create thoughts, and those thoughts are going to be positive or negative. And we all know when we've got a positive thought and when we have a negative thought because when it's positive we feel great, when it's negative we're we're going down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So from those thoughts. That's what gives us a mood or a feeling, or what we call in the law of attraction vibration or vibes, and that is actually what gives us the result that we're getting in our life. So, you know, we always say if you don't like what's going on, you got to go back and change your vibe, change your thought, and change your words. And if, and if you want to raise your vibration, then you need to be focusing on positive thoughts you know hanging out with positive people like-minded people listening to radio shows like yours right Thank you. going going on to your you know facebook and wherever else you've got social media so to stay in that energy of it right and we also say mind your own vibration don't worry about other people because mm-hmm. you can't change them and i know that you've had shows about that where it's it's you know we can only change ourselves right and we do that like by-
0: inspire we can it's inspire abs- change in other people because they're so
1: inspired by our change. Yes.
0: But and, their journey and, and, is their journey.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we can model. And if they, they if they like what they see, they're going to be more inclined to, to be like us. Mm-hmm. So the three-step law of attraction called the deliberate attraction process, number one, identify your desire. Number two, raise your vibration. And number three is the hardest. And this is where I think the secret kind of didn't expand enough on it but number 3 is allow it. Yeah. So this is where most people don't really get it. So when I teach it I say allowing simply means the absence of doubt. So yeah. it's, it's believing. Condition. It's absolutely it's believing it's possible and the the way though that you attract more of that um, let's say, Sarah, with your, well, give me, give me an example of someone having a challenge and we can kind of walk, like one of your listeners, what would be a typical challenge? We can walk through that.
0: You know, most people, it's, it's the fear of the unknown. You know, I, I know I'm unhappy where I am, but will I be happier if I walk forward? It's that taking that first step and realizing that you can do it. So it's kind of understanding that fear is a lack of knowledge or a lack of action. But most people, they're just crippled by the word
1: fear. Right, and and with that, so if you if you've identified your desire, like when I was fifty, um, the furthest thing from my w- mind was becoming an entrepreneur. I had a very high paying job in corporate because uh, I'd been with the company for thirteen years. You know, had all the perks and all of that, but it just sucked the the life out of me going into yeah. work. And it's like, you know what? So, so intuitively, you know, we have that internal guidance system. It's always going to tell us when we need to make a change. But you're quite right. It's that fear. It's the what if, what if, what if. And so that's why I like the law of attraction. If I'm working with someone, we just go, what do you want? And whenever they veer off, I just say, what do you want? And so they stop thinking about the, about the fear and they focus on what, did, what they want. So when they do that, whether it's a career change, relationship, um, better health, if they want to release weight or whatever it is, right, raise the vibration. And by allowing it, you're going to remove the doubt because you're going to look for evidence of people that have what you want. So at 50, when I was thinking about my relationship, I did not want a marriage like I had when I was younger. I wanted a partnership, companion, you know, travel, there were certain things I wanted to do and certain things that were just very non-negotiable. So I was very clear on that. But here's how the law of attraction works when you allow it. I removed the doubt. I knew that I I could meet somebody. I believe that because I see happy couples all around my age. But I had to start celebrating the closeness of the match. Mm -hmm. So when I got asked out, you know, i Wouldn't know until I actually went with the person, did I like this person or not, you kind of know it, it, that first impression, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they're not going to change, honey, so don't, you know, don't think that you're going to change them and mold them the way you want. I mean, that's just not going to happen. You might have a short honeymoon phase where that's happening, but it won't last very long. So I had to celebrate, and I thank the universe for bringing me that person But I didn't go and I didn't tell my girlfriends, oh, what a drag, you know, he did this and that and I didn't like this. I didn't say anything. All I said was next. Yeah. So, didn't dwell on it, kept my vibration up, next. And I met my husband in about five months. And uh, yeah, we've been happily married for 16 years now. Wonderful. So, I...
0: The the thing is, is the key here is, you know, people have this bucket list you know, I want this, I want th- but I don't want this and I don't want that. Well, don't confuse the universe. Exactly. Don't confuse the vibration. Speak yeah. purely to what you want. But n- more than thought, you have to feel it. If your soul and your heart and your spirit yeah. isn't in this conversation, if the vibration isn't united here, there yeah. is mixed messaging going up. And as you see, you've got to be clear, you, you've got to allow it, you've got to have that permission. But that comes in when, when in that state of knowingness, you know this is what you want. A lot of people don't know what they want. Exactly. So, you know, okay, stop worrying about what you, the big things you want. How do you want to feel about life? Yes. Because before you discover what it is you want, maybe you need to understand how you want to feel. And exactly. when you start projecting how you want to feel, I want to be more peaceful in my life. I want to be less antagonizing in my life. I want I want to feel valued in my life. I want to feel, you know, um, a joy in life. If you start addressing the feelings of how you want to feel, you'll yeah. then discover what you want, right?
1: A- absolutely, 100%. So that's that part of that relationship. Words, thoughts, vibrations, right? How are you feeling give you the results. And something you mentioned in the beginning um, was this idea of abundance mm-hmm. and this is also very misunderstood abundance is actually a feeling it's not a thing yes
0: so it's this, your bank <laughs> account
1: it's your, yeah, inner, exactly. it's your inner joy <laughs> yeah. now it, it can be money I mean for example for me when I get a new coaching client or someone taking a program I'm over the moon I love that notification of payment email right.
0: that exactly that we was, all need that we're human and yes that's a uh, we must never dismiss the, the monetary value on, right. on our uh, participation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, it, it's, but abundance is a feeling, right? Yes. So right now I feel totally abundant uh, talking to you. I feel this is great. I have to say a couple months ago, I put out there to the universe, use law of attraction, use my three-step process. I wanted to be on more telesummits and I wanted to be on radio shows. I think within days, somehow you and I were connected on Facebook. Um, I honestly don't know how that happened. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't matter. I've it out there. Um, I've got another telesummit next week. So I feel great. And and it's putting out, you know, when we talk about being on the same wavelength with
0: someone, it literally is that you know, your vibrations have met and they're resonating at that same level and you're on the same wavelength and and you you may be traveling side by side but you're going in the same direction. So, therefore, you're harmonizing.
1: Absolutely. And you always know that. Like, for me, I'm a person, because I am a entrepreneur, solopreneur, I go to a lot of networking groups because that's where I meet people and make the connections. When I walk into a group, I know right away who I want to talk to And who i want to move away from and that's all based on the vibration the feeling that i have with that person they don't even have to talk sometimes before it's like hmm yeah (laughs) i'm not connecting the body body can speak volumes right (laughs) absolutely sarah and this is you know this is a gift that we have that a lot of people don't recognize is you know when we say gut feeling it's your internal guidance Mm. system which to me is is you know got a direct link to source
0: so i call it i call it yeah i call it uh, you know the divine intellect
1: yeah exactly it it's all it doesn't matter what you call it right but yeah. that's that's what we're connected to and trust you know when it, i have trust it yeah when i have to make decisions uh about whether something is right or wrong for me at that time whether it's business or personal i always ask for that divine guidance and you know whether i meditate just sit um or I do some of the um, energy uh vibrational tools um there's a, a a book that was what written I think two years ago um it's called e squared mm-hmm. and it's uh the gal that wrote it. I think her name is Pam Grout and it's got I think it's got nine uh law of attraction energy vibration um, exercises that you can do. So it, uh, it just talks about the example that I just gave, that you're thinking about something and you'd like to have something happen, or you're thinking about somebody, right? So that's one of the exercises, think about them. And lo and behold, within a few days, you get that phone call, oh, hi. You know, and to those of us who understand the law of attraction, we know that we attra- attracted that. It wasn't a coincidence. No. We attracted it.
0: And and, and never underestimate the the power of positive energy. Um, I'll give a little story which I have before. But um, my mum, it it was ninety five, and she was in her last days, and she was not being able to cross over. But she was in a great deal of pain. But there was still that fear of crossing over. And I I literally asked people on Facebook, I need a prayer for my mum. Help her to cross over. I had over a hundred. People oh, commenting, not just likes, not one word, but sending her prayers and blessings and angels. And my mum passed in one day, within twenty four hour period. Yeah. We must never ever underestimate the beauty of positive
1: vibrations and how empowering they are. Right, and that actually co- coincides with this whole um, the premise of the sacred gifts that we all have, mm-hmm. and uh, those people like. I I do not have the sacred gift of healing, right? Um, I recognize that. But I also would go to people that I know have the sacred gift of healing. So those are the people that many of those that responded would be true healers, Sarah. And that that prayer, you know, they're totally connected to the divine. And that just comes through. And and that's another thing that I I think a lot of people um, forget. And it's what you said about the fear is I I have this... um, sort of three-step process that I say you've got to ask first right then you've got to to believe it's possible and then you have to receive it
0: be willing to receive it because a lot of people don't feel they're worthy um I'm going to go back a little on to the sacred gifts because I know a a number of people with with beautiful gifts and and you know the thing is, is we are all capable of many many gifts but I do believe we are chosen with <laughs> particular gifts yes, uh, I, you know I, for me i'm 'm the emotional healer and i can 't read physical healing yeah. energy, but I can do the emotion that 's my gift that 's what i 'm here to do. Like I see possibilities in people, I can see that map of where they can go that 's the gift, so you have to tune in to what the gift is of what you 've got, and the you know we talk about faith, which is what we 're talking about here with the law of attraction it 's trust mm-hmm. and faith. It's amazing to me how people will believe in the church and, and in God. And yet when it comes to any form of other faith, which is still divine and godly and source, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden they can't trust that. Well, you, you know, God isn't standing in front of you as a physical person. He's right. not proving himself there. Trust and faith is that belief in the energy and the, the vibration and in the, tr- the truth that you carry within you. The tree f- from your divine source—that's right. your proof, right?
1: Right. And that's what allowing means, right? It's removing yes. that doubt, having the faith, uh, believing that what you want to have is possible, because that is how healings happen, right? Even, you know, just uh, situations where you—you know—people say miracles are happening. It's yes, there's healers at work, but it's—it's it's believing that it's possible,
0: and and, that, and it's possible for you. Exactly. You know, because other people kind of think, well, it's possible for them, but no, it never happened to me. Well, yeah. you just told the universe you don't want it to happen to you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so that's, a, that's a limiting
0: belief, right? You, ju- yeah. you place the order, but oopsie, you just canceled it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know that we um, have a teaching where it takes eight positives to undo one negative. And we all get those negative thoughts, and I think if we uh, you know speak to the eight positives you know gratitudes and positives to undo that one negative, we yeah. start retraining the brain mm-hmm. um you know to to look and desire you know that those positives, and people who do truly live in the law of attraction who are vibrating on that resonance um are people that have trained their mind you know with the heart, soul, and spirit to live there and yes. trust that feeling. Yeah. Because when you're there, you know that's where you want to be. Right.
1: And that's a conscious choice. I mean, the law of attraction is always in operation. Mm -hmm. Um, The job description of the law of attraction is simply to match vibrations. So if you're, you know, you're having a bad day, everything's going wrong, you're grouchy about it, there's no gratitude going on whatsoever, you're just going to keep attracting more bad stuff in your day until you finally say, okay, enough
0: step out of your own life at that point, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like just, you know, I I use this expression because we used to live on a a, a big uh, horse farm. So we'd say, I just say, you know what? I'm going out to the back 40. Just leave me alone, right? And and then that's everybody knows, okay, just, you know, I'm going to have a hissy fit. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go have it. You know, it happens. But honestly, Sarah, it doesn't happen very often. And when it does, I can almost immediately... Like, you know, you have to be aware that it's going on. It's like, okay, and I always ask myself, so what do I want? What do I want, right? And then I know I can manifest that simply by how I'm feeling.
0: Yeah, you have to get out of the frustration first. You know, is that stop trying to deny the frustration. Spend it. Yeah. You know, spend it quickly and then dismiss it. I mean, you know, we both, you know, do, do radio and work online and do webinars and things like this. And we know how challenging you know what a gift for a start being able to do it through this medium because now we can reach around the world, but yes. then there are those challenges, especially if we're in retrograde or, or you <laughs> know, um, uh, <laughs> and is that all? Mean,
1: yet? <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Well, retrograde is that we're apparently in another one right now, which is even worse. But you uh-huh. know, uh, it. You know, people say, oh, you know, God's wallop. It doesn't. I said, yes, it does, because when you're looking at it, the internet is energy. It's yeah. wavelengths going out there, right? And so when you have other energies that have a very strong source, they come in and disrupt. Well, we have to look at that. Those are the energies that hit us sometimes. Yes. And, you know, OK, maybe they're there just to shake you up. Maybe they're to, to say uh, uh, wrong direction, one desi- wrong desire, or, you know, you're not placing that value upon yourself. Shake your sillies out. Take a deep breath yeah meditate, go for a walk, listen to some music, you know, dance to we are the champions, whatever you need to do and and then get back on onto a rhythm again, but we do need to spend that frustration because not it bottles up inside of us
1: absolutely i I totally agree with that, and um I like to do what I call my happy dance i've got a a few pom poms in my office and <laughs> I do. I just get them out and, you know, put some music on that I like. I love listening to uh, Pharaoh Williams' Happy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll just go to that. I'll just go to YouTube, put it on. Okay, now I'm good, right? Because we, we all have those moments, but we we want to have fewer of those and manifest a whole lot more of what we want.
0: Yes, I like, uh, oh gosh, I've forgotten his name now. Remember, don't worry, be happy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Back in the <laughs> 80s, I love that. And and you know that's things. You know, I, I sometimes I'll just go to YouTube in the middle of something. Yep, you know, like absolutely. oh, I've got so much work to do online, and and it's like oh, it, there's so much I'm overloaded. So just go to YouTube and listen to a few songs, or watch, you know, a a, a beautiful animal story, or you know, listen to something, and it takes you out of where you were, and, th- and that helps you come back in and get back into that groove again.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I and I love to do that too. I just find that. You know, music is very good for the soul and, you know, laughter. And I'm I'm like you, I do love the animals. So I will go and look for a funny cat video or dog video or something. And, you know, I don't post a lot of those, but um, I'll just, if I see a really good one, I'll yeah. share it with people. But you and there's
0: know, nothing t- like a, a, a great story, you know, seeing... Yep. You know, people sacrificing themselves to, s- to save a dog from the river or, yes. or you know, yep. um, you know uh, 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 things that um, are unbelievable and yet there's yes. survival in it. And there's nothing more beautiful to remind you of the, the gift of life than to see
1: these things. Absolutely. And, and I think that's where we feel that gratitude more. And uh, again, gratitude is part of that abundance feeling that we're, you know, we, I mean, look at the city we live in. We have so much uh, to be grateful for every single day. Yeah, every, very, every, very beautiful place. Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
0: So and, and that, you know, that's I think something, you know, let's hit on the word gratitude for sure. Um, you know, I've, I've whether you say a prayer before you eat or whether you just take a moment to be grateful with what you eat, I believe changes the vibration of what you eat. Absolutely. And you digest it in a different way. Um, you know, that Going for a coffee, somebody's having a bad day behind the counter, but smiling at them, making a joke with them. Um, You know, you know, let's share stories of the dreadful day. You know, it's acknowledging because people want to be acknowledged. There are so many little things we can do. Smiling at somebody as you walk past them um, that can just bring about. I see you. You know, I feel your energy. um, I'm grateful for you being here. Uh, The trees love to be spoken to. Yes. Um, you know, as do the, the animals, and uh, it's just connection.
1: Yes. Yeah, and everything is energy. There isn't anything, well, there's even things we can't see that are energy as well, right? Yes. But, you know, everything is energy, and a- everything has a vibration. Um, there, is, there is a psychiatrist, he's not with us any longer, but David Hawkins. Um, he, he did the muscle test, created that, and created a, a calibration scale of energy, So, you can look it up on YouTube or or the internet, but, uh, you know, gratitude vibrates at a very, very high vibration, Um, and the people that are really, really high up on that scale are obviously people that are um, contributing, you know, people that are way low on that energy scale are people that are very unhappy, depressed, um, you know, not really doing anything that they want to do
0: in life. They're not enjoying
1: life, right? So... It, it affects everybody. Yes.
0: You know, those. Uh, um, the music I used to have for my shows was Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, I can't have it anymore because they've changed the, the laws and the regulations. But, you know, ah. it's just a, a great way of getting into the show. And, and um, you know, that's the thing is um, you talked about going into a room and recognizing somebody, you know, their the body posture, uh, maybe their tone of voice, you know, right. the way they carry themselves, you know, uh-uh, no. And it's uh, you know it's finding those people that resonate on that same vibration because the more you turn your volume up together, the more you're resonating out to other people. Absolutely. And and you know the the sharing of those good vibrations. You know what it's like when you've got a group of people they're all in laughter together, and then that one person comes in, and it's like you know the contaminated apple in the barrel, or the you know the needle on the record, and it can change everything. And and it's for us to make sure you get back on track and don't allow that person to come and spoil things for you.
1: Right. And a little law of attraction tip that I give here, if that's the case and someone's in the room, maybe you're in a, you know, a meeting or whatever, even a family gathering, just find one thing about that person. It, it does, I always, often say it doesn't even matter if it's the color of their socks. Yes. Whatever you like about them, just find one thing, their hair, the color of their eyes, their lipstick, their earrings, um, you know, the book they're reading. Just find one thing, and all of a sudden, you will start to raise that vibration. You're not going to change them, because, but you are raising, your your feeling is going to be better because it's like, oh, yeah, I really um, really love what, what he's wearing or what, uh, you know, I love that food that they brought. And then... Just go mind your own vibration because, you know, if you can get away from that person, that's good. You I mean, know,
0: even just saying to yourself, um, you know, that vibration's only here for an hour, it's
1: not the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's and so it's, right there, you you raised your vibration by saying that, right? Like yeah. you, you changed that, oh, yeah. you know, so and so's here because we've all been in situ with that and where, you know, maybe it's a repeat kind of thing and think, oh, but. And you there's know, certain
0: you people that trigger things, like you yeah. know, you know, you know, you've been married before, and you know that that um, all of a sudden somebody would do something that reminds you, and yeah. you can't help it. That subconscious defense comes up, yeah. And you know, recognizing that it, it is a cellular memory, right. um, and, and to recognize wh- what that feeling was, and go, oh, but thank God I'm not in it now, and then yeah. release it. Don't be scared that it's all happening again. Yeah. It's just that memory that was got triggered that brought up, and then just dismiss it. You know, I'm no longer there. Wow, right. you no longer have to suffer that. Celebrate that, <laughs>
1: exactly. And that celebrating is so important because that just kicks the energy, you know, way, way up there.
0: Yeah, and and you know, but there's so many little things we can celebrate in life, isn't it? The celebration isn't about oh. having to throw a party or go to an event. You can celebrate so many little things in your in
1: your life every day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. Celebrate my! Uh, one of my cats has found a new kind of resting place that I can tell she's really comfortable there, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, you know she's wandering around a lot, and now she's found this little spot. It's like good, happy for you. I mean, I've, yeah, I yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I mean, besides keeping a gratitude journal, you know, even posts that I do, and I actually I'll only respond to posts that are positive. I I won't even take time to try and change somebody's mind no. <laughs> about something, you know, because as you said, the internet has a huge amount of, of energy. Those words that we're putting out there, you know, it gets back to what's the intention, right? What, what do we intend by if we're not going to say something nice to somebody? What's our intention there? You know, why are we doing that?
0: I get sent uh, stuff all the time from publicists. And, uh, you know, I know my market. I know, you know, what I want to bring on. You know, people say, why do you pre-interview everybody? Because I've got to see if if that, um, that we're in sync with the energy and with the philosophy of the station. Because I'm not going to just mindlessly bring people on. And there is so much stuff I get constantly bombarded with, you know, ISIS and the president this and the government that. And it's like, you know, all you're wanting to do, I call that the CNN effect, is dramatize. Well, unless... I've got somebody that has had to face an enormous problem, like one person, he literally had to shut down his business because the government, the government through another company went after him for um, his client list. And he wouldn't give his client list because it was private and confidential. Right. And, you know, he's winning now. You know, he's exposed them now. But it's been five years out of his life and losing of his business. But he looks at it and says, this obviously was clearly meant to happen because this is bigger than my business. Mm-hmm. And so he created, he showed us a problem that could have been dire for most people. And right. instead showed us his courage in finding a resolution. And I celebrate that. I Absolutely. celebrate that people who who walk away from something, like you did, walk away from a corporation, cushy job, the money's good, this is good, that's good, but is my soul happy? Is my heart happy? Is my spirit happy? No. Then therefore, there's three parts of you that aren't happy. <laughs> Maybe the only thing that was
1: happy was your wallet. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny. I always say, since I, well, when I left corporate, I became a decorator and a home stager, and I got into that whole very creative field, and I used to say that the, the highlight of my day was deciding what I was going to wear, and then by the time I put my hand on the doorknob to go out, everything went downhill from there, <laughs> so, you mean, know Is that time to move on or not? <laughs> and Even the money didn't you know, nothing nothing picks up for, you know, your soul that's just so sad you know, and you you know that you you know, I mean, you hear it all the time, so do I, Sarah, you know, people that stay in jobs, ju- quote, unquote, just for the money, and then you find out they've got this illness or that illness, yeah. or, you know, they don't even get to enjoy the reason that they thought they were staying there, so, I yeah. Mean, I, had,
0: I had one guy, who, you know, who's uh, had a very successful business, and, you know, for him, he talked himself into it by, but, you know, I've got employees, and I've I yeah. got good money, and this and that, but... And and he had one tumor after the other. He ended up with eighteen tumors in his head, and oh. then there was that one tumor where suddenly I call it the hatchet in the head. Um, yeah. Where he got he, oh, well maybe I'm not meant to be doing this anymore. Oh, I yikes. radically went in a different direction. You know, yeah. no illness, no tumors, no nothing anymore. Living his purpose, living in you know in in a state of bliss and uh, realizing that abundance we were talking about wasn't the wallet, wasn't the bank account, but was the abundance of purpose and meaning of life that is within us.
1: Exactly, and you know, more people when they... I've heard this over and over, I heard someone talking about it recently that when she decided... she did get sick, really hit a wall, and she just couldn't keep up the pace of work, family, everything that she was doing, So she had to step back, take a deep breath, you know, doctor's advice, all of this. Um, So she did for a little bit, but then she went right back, that habit, you know, working too hard, got sick again, finally listened, and she says that she works less hours now, she makes more money, and she has more time for her family. So everybody wins. Exactly. She, she and I and I. There's no question. The universe was telling him, like, duh. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, this is the thing: is um, <coughs> excuse me,
0: signs. There are yes. always signs around there. Um, I I have a whole program that has you recognizing signs. Those little subliminal messages that come to us. That we, you know, we. I think that we. The more unhappy we are, and the more discontent we are with our life, the more we put the blinkers on. Absolutely, and yep. this is you know why people don't see the neon sign in front of them or have to get the hatchet in the head um you know to get that redirect because we're not paying attention to those signs, and there is always something telling us no, a little to the left, now, a little to the right, and a hopscotch to the you know, and that's the thing if we if we tune in and we honor who we are, soul, heart, and spirit, our mind will know what
1: to do, yes. Well, you know, there's that saying that you can never solve a problem on the level of the problem, so no. take it to a higher source. Right? Exactly.
0: And, you know, step out of your problem sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like, you know, worrying a sore. You know, if you've got an owie and you keep rubbing it, you're only going to make it worse. <laughs> so, you know, it's like stop worrying the sore and and uh, step away and you'll just find suddenly find, oh, gosh, it's healed up nicely. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think that also comes into... Um, not taking ourselves so seriously, mm-hmm. you know. I think uh, we get caught up in, you know. I'm, I'm all for placing importance upon yourself mm-hmm. because you need to be important in your own life to yes. fortify yourself, to oxygenate yourself, to live in your purpose, your love of self, so that you can love life and participate in life. But there is this whole thing of kind of getting caught up in a, in a self importance th- that doesn't serve you and a lot of people get caught in that loop don't they
1: absolutely and that's when you know ego takes over and you've really got to look at that is that really because in sacred gifts we talk about um our humanness which is you know a big component of us but in the center is our beingness so you know that beingness is where those sacred gifts are that's your divine that's your connection to the divine that's where all your answers are But if you're so busy with your ego, you know, your personality, you've got to be the best or do the best or what will people think or, you know, on and on and on, then you can get totally sidetracked of of what you're here for.
0: And I think also, you know, the the other thing that is that this, the law of attraction has really gathered momentum. And so you do have people that, you know, have, have read it and say they practice it and they speak to it, but you've got to understand the hollow words. Um, Again, tune into that vibration. You'll know the people that are purely speaking it and those that are truly living it. And don't get caught up by somebody's charming words and, you know, piperish. uh, You know, go with the person that truly is resonating it. Trust that energy. Trust that gut, that divine source. Because that's, again, kind of another test coming your way. Are you going to be a sheeple or are you going to be ready to take ownership of your own choices?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: So the sacred gifts. I love it when you know people have come across a gift like I, you know I didn't know I could do this, uh, right. or you know yeah. I, I I've just interviewed somebody who looked after you know the mentally challenged and and uh, learning disabilities with children, only to find out in his forties that he has um, autism. Oh. And because he always had a speech problem, and right. and you know, and it's like nobody could really kind of work out what it was, and and you know, he's gone on to write a book, and you know, he's gone on to bring awareness to this that you know, the functioning autistic, right. and you know, I love it. I, you know, awesome. uh, yeah. I've I've interviewed a lot of people with quote you know quote, unquote, quote disabilities, and you know, one said that the, the worst disability I have is uh, other people's um, disabling me.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's even that organization called People with Abilities. Right. Right.
0: right. Oh. I haven't heard of that. I like that. Uh, yeah.
1: People with Abilities. Yeah. You know,
0: if you're living in fear, you're disabling yourself. You are disabled. Yeah. Right? And so when you choose to, to let go of the fear and take the step forward in trust and in faith, uh, then you're empowering yourself. And we, I think we've got to stop this whole labeling and we've got to stop this limiting Um. And also stop this, um, you know. This I can't touch it, so therefore it isn't. Because that's entirely what the law of attraction is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you know, it is that faith yes. in that energy, and you are it. You're in the energy. It's all around you. You are touching it.
1: Yeah, it's it's the same energy. If, if people think think of you know the law of gravity, yes. well we don't. Think about it constantly but it's there 24 7 365 with the law of attraction whether you're manifesting positive things or negative things in your life the law of attraction is always 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 in operation it 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 can't help you it it, it could also be called the law of vibrations Yes, because it's it is all about how you vibrate it it is you know we say that word um what well, you were saying good vibrations mm-hmm. right it's that's what it is it's the vibes you know when you know, animals give off vibes. You know, I believe that, that plants and trees, everything gives off a vibe, right? And it's but, measured. Scientifically, it's
0: measured. So, so you see. know, we're not talking at the top of our hats here. This is all proven.
1: And actually, uh, when I have done some of my webinars and things, I do get a little bit more scientific um, evidence for people, right? But it, it, it's quantum physics, and you know what I absolutely love about that
0: is that I've interviewed a number of people that are quantum scientists, or quantum oh, yes. physicists. And the beauty of it is, is they're realizing that they've discovered the measurement of people that live in what we call spirituality in faith. Right. We live in it. We are that energy. We're being it. <coughs> Excuse me. got a tickle in my
1: throat. And they're realizing it's one of the same. Absolutely. And <laughs> There's, um, well, I can't think of his name right now, but he's a quantum (laughs) physicist, and he's a, um, oh, I can't think of his name. I've I've gotten his his newsletters and things, but he is a quantum physicist that teaches law of attraction. Yeah. So he's, uh, there's lots of books out there if people want to get that evidence. That's the evidence that David Hawkins, I was talking about earlier, did as well for, um, you know, Mother Teresa, um, the Dalai Lama. Like, they can measure that energy and it's, you know, so much higher um, than what most people vibrate, right? Exactly. And but no, a, th- yes. that's if you need to have that measurement proved. Right. Or and there's just that, simply live in it. <laughs> right. There's that uh, Japanese scientist that did the water studies. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah. As I said, I... I I know all about this I don't need it because yeah. I, I live it but uh, you know for some people that like my husband was not a believer until you know we I started really getting into it and he's like whoa that's it so he would always say oh that's a coincidence but now he'll say hmm think that was law of attraction is like well what do you think you know, yeah. <laughs> you know like, there's no such thing as
0: coincidence
1: no or serendipity or even yeah. You know, karma, fate, all of that is really the experience of the law of attraction. What's going on in your life, right? If, if you're in a, a place of, um, you know, a lot of high gratitude, it, it is very, very likely that you will attract things or people, situations, where there is another component of high gratitude as well. It's just because it matches vibrations. That saying that opposites attract is not true. At all, it's another one of those those myths and things that we say. But law of attraction just matches vibrations. So, you know, when somebody is that can happen, Sarah. When like somebody like me getting divorced or leaving a situation where all of a sudden the, the vibrations are not matching at um, all, and, and you know that, right? <coughs> oh yeah,
0: and, and also let's face it, like, you know, when we're young, we're still in discovery. I mean, the station <laughs> called Self Discovery Radio, and we're celebrating people's discovery of self. And, you know, when you first get married, you, you know, it's, it's that love connection, yeah. that physical connection, and unless you're willing to journey together and allow and encourage each other to grow in your discovery and celebrate that, You know, nine times out there is going to be that separation because somebody's moved beyond, you know, and or you've moved apart because you're no longer the same people. Yeah,
1: absolutely true. And, you know, I was talking to a friend today who's going through that. And as as heartbreaking as it is, she she does know in her heart and her soul that that she will be better off. No question.
0: And also when we have children, you know, I stayed yeah. with my children. Yeah. And then my son came in one day and he said, this is ridiculous. You're on your own all the time. And, uh, you know, he, he's off doing this and we're all teenagers out doing that. And he said, what are you waiting for? And I said, well, I'm waiting for the youngest. And, he <laughs> and she turned around and he turned around and said, ah, oh, forget that. Let's just, you know, just do it. We'll all survive. We'll pull together. And he gave me that permission
1: oh it's not right
0: and you know that's yeah. you know that's the thing about our children is that yes. we we sell them short they really would prefer that you be upfront and honest with them because they know a negative vibration when they that's feel true. it and you're yeah. not doing them any favors by staying and even when
1: you know you you're having arguments behind closed doors kids know oh, you know always going on right and you feel terrible you, you feel even worse as a child because you can't change it and they feel
0: guilty. They start taking yeah. it on and think, well, what am I doing wrong? Am I causing this? And so, you know, if if it's, if it's you can't work it out together, uh, then you need to separate because you're not helping anybody. No one is benefiting. Yeah. And if you can do it amenably and where you're still friends, there is this battle with the kids. And that, you know, you're grown up and you act responsibly towards your children. I mean, I can still have Christmases with my ex and, you know, Mm -hmm. go to functions. And, you know, I look at him and I go, you know, he's my kid's father. But other than that, there isn't any feeling there. I wish him well. You know, there's no animosity. There's no love. There's no anything other than he's my children's father. You know, our time has passed.
1: And, and that's nice for children. I have stepchildren, and I've always, well, actually, when I was looking for my husband at 50, when I did my clarity and contrast list, I was okay if he had children. I just didn't want young children. Yeah, exactly. So he had um, teenagers. I think they were 11. No, they are older than that. Uh, uh, maybe 14, uh, 13 and 17, 16, 17. And I thought, well, that's okay, But, but because I never had children, so I didn't want to go through that. But... We've always, you know, I don't see his ex-wife very often. But when we do, like for one of the kids' graduation or something, we're all fine together. You know, we've, we've had weddings as well that we've gone to as a family. I mean, we don't see each other that often. But I've just always, always been grateful that the kids were all okay with everything. You know, we, we all get along.
0: And why, you know, if you put it out there that you're yeah. going to, and that's the invitation. I mean, everybody wants, nobody wants to go into conflict. No. I, I, I'll, I'll retract that. There are some people that live on it, um, you know, the crisis junkies, and we don't want anything to do with them. Um, but 99% <coughs> of the people do not want to live in conflict. And so if you, you know, paying to beautiful, harmonious platform for which everybody to respectfully communicate together doesn't mean you have to love each other no. um, or, or agree with each other, but there is a respectful platform there that when you are together, you honor each other.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree with that, and it's I wanted to say one thing about um, the drama junkie there. But you know, even with our our sacred gifts, as I say, we, you know they're inside us. But then we look at all this humanness. That's a big part of gets in the way. Yep. <laughs> right. But you know, when you look at the, um, I don't know if you've done a show on enneagrams. Um, no, no, I don't think I have. Okay, well, I just studied them when I was studying GIFs, but there's nine personality types. So there is that person called the challenger, and um, that's a personality trait that that person is kind of born with, but there are ways to use that <laughs> challenging in good ways, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the difference, right, with someone being into, you know, the high drama or whatever. What are, what are they getting out of that?
0: Yes, there's a lot of people that really love the conflict. It really yeah. is like a sugar high for them and it's like, and they're, v- they're very, very good and enticing yes. and bringing in and it's just like, just don't go there. Don't get engaged there. You know, you'll put a posting up uh, or you'll respond to yes. a posting on Facebook and then somebody comes out with something. They're looking for a fight. They're looking for a conflict. Yeah. If yeah. you don't feed them, they'll go away. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's what I, say. I don't even, I, I barely even read through those things. It's don't waste my energy, please.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know. And it's you know, it's the same thing as um so I'd love you to tell people kind of what you what you're doing now. I know that you do um a lot of Google Hangout where you do a lot of your courses through there and then have discussions and interview people. Um can you just tell us a little bit about Google Hangout and how it's working for you?
1: Right, yeah, thanks Sarah. I um when I first saw the Google Hangouts, I realized for me it was a really nice platform that I could use um, because I have clients. I, I just got off with someone in Sydney, Australia. I have clients in Dublin, Norway, Denmark, which is was one of my goals to have women around the world. So with Google Hangouts, it's just a very sophisticated Skype where you can actually see the person. You can have up to nine people on the show um, doing it live, so you can have some really great discussion. But for me, I use it for uh, training purposes. So if I'm teaching Law of Attraction, which is a four-week ram, if I'm doing Sacred Gifts, it's a four-week program as well. Um, and I, what I do is um, everything is recorded, so the visual of it um, gets put into it's. It's kind of like a private Facebook group or private LinkedIn group, but it's, a, it's called a community in Google. So if I am taking students through a Law of Attraction program, we'll have a private community, and only they can go in and have a discussion and watch the videos again from the Google Hangout show. So, um that's been very powerful me for me and I really like that. I do my masterminds that way as well. So if if somebody can't make a lesson, then they've got the recording and housed in that community as well. So it's it's for me it's um I love the visual part of it and the audio and the opportunity to interact with people.
0: And the important thing is actually about having a recording is that very often you miss something the first time round. And then re-listening to it, it kind of reaffirms or, or, you know, kind of clarifies something. So I think it's really, really important that people have material to go back. But you've also set up your own little kind of YouTube um, channel there. So you're also interviewing people and, and getting, you know, other inspirations out there.
1: Yes, I um, have started interviewing um, courageous women entrepreneurs uh, because I was in the home staging business and I do still coach a lot of home stagers. I have interviews with successful home stagers. Um, I've been on... uh, Michael Lozier is actually who taught me the law of attraction. I was trained with him. So he's on about episode 95 or something with his Google Hangout show. So he trained me on how to do them. And I've been on a lot of his shows he does them uh, every Friday so people get to know when his his show is and uh, they're always on the topic of law of attraction so I I have some of those shows in my YouTube channel as well and it's you know for entrepreneurs it's it's very good uh, marketing uh, Google being number one YouTube being number two so any video that you've got up there with the right SEO um, annotations and the right hashtags and all of that can can get you high up in the rankings.
0: Right. So it's another promotional tool because I don't think anybody, when you go into business, I don't care what you're doing, you have got to have some social media savvy oh, in order to do it. Oh, yeah. And Sarah. And if you don't, then you've got to be willing to outsource uh, because there are plenty of other people that have this savvy that you can employ at various budgets, whether it's just a once-off or whether it is a continual thing. And it's not, you know even though you're talking about solopreneur, you're not talking about somebody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And since I do coach uh, women in business, my company is Empowered Women in Business. I I use all the Law of Attraction principles and tools during the coaching, but we're doing very practical work, right? We're identifying the ideal client. Where are you going to find them? What's your marketing strategies? Um, what's your action plan? But you know, you just talked about having so many things going on. It's you know, think of that person juggling plates in the air, and with Law of Attraction, too much gets diluted so there's no focus right you can't focus on you know we always say you want to be working on your business and not in your business um and yeah i i've used my whole life my whole business life as soon as i could afford it i've contracted things out particularly bookkeeping was the first one
0: it's not going to it's good intention is that it works perfectly. <laughs> right, okay so you know um we talked about technology challenges and uh, and then we got one. And uh, <laughs> and as she was pointing out, maybe you asked for it. And I thought, well, not knowingly. And that's actually something to remember yeah. is uh, sometimes we sublimably, um, you know, put something yep. out there and and, uh, and that's what it picks up on. So we've got to be very careful of our of thoughts and keeping them pure. So in, in pure thoughts right now, um, you know, we're going to talk about you know, your services and what you do for people. And we talked about outsourcing and how, but it's also very, very important that people understand that, you know, as a solopreneur, you need to outsource, you need to get people to help you. You're not meant to be at all. You'll lose your passion if you do that. Work, um, you know, work on your business not in your business uh, be your diva you know that the dreams inspirations visions and aspirations um, when I'm interviewing people and they've got a book or they've got a service if I don't believe you in what you do how am I going to want to read your book or even want to go to your service so you must be your business you must be that passion and that conviction because that's what people are inspired by that's what they're inspired to embrace and that's so utterly important in a business and this is where you help them isn't it?
1: Absolutely and there's always we always say there's the no like and uh, trust factor when because people have to have those three conditions before they'll buy from you. So you know I work with women uh, mainly solopreneurs that you know have a dream but need may, maybe they're starting up starting over or stuck. Um, they need to identify that ideal client. We need to get clear on what are the marketing strategies, what is it that we need to do so people get to like us and like our brand because branding is very important because, as you just said, you know, we are our business. I am my business. I am Empowered Women in Business. When people go to my site, they see me, they see my videos, and and I, what I want to do is attract the people that have a match vibration to me. And then I want to be able to take that dream that they have and make that a reality for them. Sometimes working with limiting beliefs.